Hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of The Ryan Show FM. This broadcast is brought to you by our friends at Digi Slices. Are you on Long Island and hungry for a slice? Look no further. Stop by for the famous white slice and a plethora of other amazing slices. Now, without further ado, let's get tonight started. You're listening to The Ryan Show. This is The Ryan Show. You're listening to The Ryan Show. This is The Ryan Show. You're listening to the Ryan Show. This is the Ryan Show. You're listening to the Ryan Show. This is the Ryan Show. Hey man, the only place I go every night is the Ryan Show. Check us out for an hour, enjoy yourself. Good music and special guests. Listen, we the best, forget the rest. It's just me and Ryan, Cheeks the team. Yeah, we bout to rank, rank, rank supreme Come on. Yeah, we coming over and we taking the scene Yeah, we should be on that limelight up, up on the screen Yeah, you know my team, yeah, we really just doing this Fluid up, every time we really just moving this Yeah, man, we mix it up To all of my fellas and chicks with us hey, Best believe, we the new way Mr. T's Rob Boogie and Hampton A's You're listening to The Riot Show This is The Riot Show You're listening to The Riot Show have returned this is indeed another broadcast of the ryan show fm thanks for joining us this is a best of 2022 edition we had fans friends and followers of our instagram at the ryan show go to the story and determine which moments interviews and highlights of 2022 they wanted to hear again because guess what we're taking a little hiatus this week we had a crazy ass week with this cassidy weekend if you follow us on instagram you would know that we got a bunch of video content done in person. So every so often, it's good to reflect and take a listen to some of the fun times that we've had. This uh, episode tonight includes our interview with MLB legend and slugger Greg Vaughn. We had a great one-on-one interview. Also tonight focuses on our interview with Lost Boys' own Spig Nice. We have a photo shoot this Sunday. So if you're in the New York area, come meet Spig Nice, Mr. Cheeks, and the rest of the Lost Boys as we're catching up. We're going to be interviewing him live. All media outlets are welcome. And lastly, we have Lulu's interview with Royal Flush. Last week, if you listened to this program, you heard my interview with Flush. This is a different take on it, and the listeners approved of it. After all, it was voted to be in the best of in our Instagram story at The Ryan Show. So go follow Lulu on Instagram at TV. Without further ado, let's get this best of edition started. This is the Ryan Show FM featuring the world famous DJ Honky Wonky, and we're getting it crackalackin', baby. Let's go. Yeah, this song right here is dedicated to all the DJs, just jockeys worldwide. To all the DJs, just jockeys worldwide. Don't fuck with me. Shouts out to all the DJs. 
When it come to DJ Cruz and DJ News, you ain't have a DJ clue what I'm about to do. See the chosen a few shouts to DJ Cool Herc. Here's an example how a DJ work. Grandmaster Flash, Grand Wizard Theodore. Give this MC light, okay, rock some more. Africa Band Body Cool DJ Red Alert. On every radio station going berserk. Brucey B, Camelo, Jazzy J, Jazzy Joyce. DJ Jazzy Jeff, one of my favorite choice. Spinderella. DJ Scratch on the fader, the executioners, God bless Rock Raider. I watched him perform down by the Twin Towers. Rest in peace to Grandmaster Flowers. Daddy Rich, Grand Mixer DXT, one of the goats from the BX, Kid Capri, Pam the Funkress, Eclipse and Riz, DJ Gizmo, and DJ Miz, JS1, DJ Cool V, Steady Pace, and Ali Shaheed, DJ Premier, and Static Selector. I always love hip-hop and I never neglect her Special K, DJ Teddy Ted That's the awesome too, action love from Special Ed Jam Master J, Eric B, Mr. C Evil D, Ron D, Howie D, Diamond D Lord Finesse of the ITC Showbiz, creating DJ Envy Shadow Cut Chemist, new mark on the tones DJ Swamp and DJ Scram Jones Mondi, Lisey T and IXL DJ Notaro overseas as well Preservation Intrigue, DJ Prince Paul DJ Jedi, watch me name them all R-Train Nameless and DJ Craze But DJ Fred One's my all-time fave Next up, Bombiro made this beat so funky And $20 Julio, the whole beat junkies Cuba, who pulled me up on stage And all the DJs that support with the plays BF Cutting and DJ Emski C-Reality, Wayne Ski and Toshi Rip Spin Batty, always fun so good Spider, Muggs and DJ Hollywood Mellow D, Redmatic and DJ Babboo The Scratch Perverse, the whole Scratch Pickles crew Both AJs, Terminator X The King of New York, that's Funk, Master Flex Marley Mar, Woody Wood, Grandmaster D This Platoon and DJ Cash Money DJ Rectangle and Stretch on Strong Mix Master Ice and Mr. Long DJ Mighty Mod, Tony Touch, make you wiggle Excuse my DJ modesty, but I read my DJ scribble Johnny Juice, Cut Master DC Johnny Quest and DJ Chat Money Buffy Ed Lover and Dr. Dre DJ Stan, creating DJ Pay Eddie F. Alamo and Eddie B. Swift I'm a real scratch bastard when I shoot the gift Large Pro Detox and Mixmaster Mike He's a DJ Facts, I'm only saying what I like This the twins DJ Run on a real Charlie Chase See Trip A Track and DJ Mace And you thinking DJ enough, you don't want no DJ drama But flexing on me, I'll leave you with that DJ trauma And you DJ who kid, I never throw in the towel From the 914, DJ White Owl A nice DJ with it, manipulate the sound. Mix it and wreck it. All the DJs around the world. Pioneers over the years. All the DJs around the world.
little less just to make a bigger name. Huh. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she in the drop top Chevy, feeling like a little shady, like a Corsi down the ride. Just a little slutty, took a shot. Now she ready, so I guess it's time to slide. Lately, I've been boozing. Tricks in the fame, fame? Huh. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spend a lot of cash just to make a little name. Huh. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he cop the drop top Chevy with a bad little shorty like of course they down the ride. Cruising to the party with a bottle feeling naughty like I guess it's our time. Lately I've been boozing. Fun. Greg Vaughn is always a blast. Unfortunately, he did not make it to New York on 420, but fortunately, it means that he's going to be coming to New York at a later date, so stay prepared. Really quick, I'm going to be hosting a kick-ass show on May 21st in Brooklyn at Vibe Studio. This is Biggie Small's official 50th birthday party. His kids are hosting it, as well as Lil C's and a bunch of other Biggie friends and fans from the 90s, some of his closest cohorts. I don't think Puff's going to be there, but pretty much everybody else is. So meet us there, Vibe Studio. Now, without further ado, we're going to play this interview of Lulu and Royal Flush sitting down together. This was a hilarious take on an interview. Normally, on this program, you hear us talking a lot of hip-hop. Lulu was asking some things that Flush has probably never even been asked in his life. And that's what we like to do around here. Turn over the stones. So without further ado, Lulu Romano, Royal Flush. Follow them at real underscore Royal Flush on Instagram and at Lulu Romano TV. This is the Ryan Show FM, the best of 2022. Let's get it. Murder without, The good times in life, y'all the bad times that make you appreciate the good. Need both, just five. Gorilla, yeah. I put my lifetime in between these papers, lines. Don't play with mine. I'm in the crib, admiring my favorite shine. It'll work out, homie. Take your time. Just be easy. Embrace the grind. You wasn't with me back then. Go wait in line. Everybody wanna be buddy, buddy, beat it. But the truth is, the people closest to me don't want nothing from me. They just want for me to have the best that I can. Now every night I spend without saving the month 
a fact. I walk into the store and they tell me take what you want. I ain't gonna front. That's your life. I say what I want. That's why your girl wants me to play with a. Nems, what up? E murder. Born big records. Splash, what up? You body this beat. We looting his pockets. Shooter business. No, we moving with it. Only slide with one. Sosa, that's my co-defendant Clay if you want, but just know that you gon' end up missing Ain't hit the range in a minute I got the laser, so I know I'm hitting That's some kidding business Know if it's really smoke, so we can get up in it Let me know if it's really smoke, so we can get up in it Let me know if it's really smoke, so we can get up in it I'm in my bag, I'ma stay in it for a little minute You look bad, I might just take it I'm good with women, pray to the Lord, we sinning Diamonds always hitting rocks so big that it fell out. That's why my piece got a diamond missing. I'm shooting everywhere, the laser blinking. It's red explosives, tips up in the smith. Oh god, I keep a scope in case he out of distance. My laser blinking, I ain't never missing. Play with hammers, I won't never diss them. My flow bananas, you just gotta listen. I thank the Lord that I ain't stuck in prison. They try to give us 10, we almost clip them. Pray for my killers and thank God forgive them. I pray we get forgiven. We looting his pockets, shooter business. No, we moving with it. Only slide with one. Sosa, that's my co-defendant. Clay, if you want, but just know that you gon' end up missing. Ain't hit the range in a minute. I got the laser, so I know I'm hitting. That's some kidding business. Know if it's really smoke, so we can get up in it. Let me know if it's really smoke, so we can get up in it. Let me know if it's really smoke, I mean, so we can get up in it. I'm in my bag, I'ma stay in it for a little minute. You look bad, I might just take it. And we have returned. This is indeed the Ryan Show FM. And wow, what a familiar face. I'm surprised I even remember that night in Vegas, hanging out there with the legend, the OG Greg Vaughn. Mr. Vaughn, it's good to have you back on the Ryan Show. Hey, right. Always a pleasure, man. I want to thank you guys too, man. And you know my guy, Mr. Cheeks, give him love for me. You know, you guys are always there for me, man. And, uh, you know, me and him have been talking a little bit. 420's coming up, you know, and you, you know, I might see you sooner than later. Wow. So it's like that. I don't know if you heard, but we got a pizza place and we are about two months away, maybe a little bit longer from getting an official weed license to sell weed out the pizza place. It's historic. That that is that's iconic. I need to see what that looks like. You know what I mean? I yeah, really do. Yeah, is it going to be infused in pizza, or is it just going to be separate? We'll have an Two infused separate. version of the pizza, and then oh, separate wow. as well. Yeah, digi slices, digi buds. It's a pipe dream, but it's becoming reality. Oh man, <laughs> I mean, people are going to be lined up all night, man. I mean, you're going to have to stay open twenty four hours. We have. To, I mean, what better food than pizza to go with the weed? It really doesn't even matter what we sell in there. So literally, like oh, yeah, cheese yeah. sandwiches. No, but you know what though? I, I'm happy for, for for like I said, for for you guys because you know people I know and like I said, man, we've been getting, there's so many people that have been in this game for a long time that have been making billions of dollars off of this that don't look like us. And you know, I know you say us. I, you know he's not referring to me to those that are listening. Yeah, you know, you, 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 you know my, my, I'm confused. No, no, my light skinned brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> my light skinned, but it's. It's you know it's it's unfortunate. Then they come out with these little programs, you know, and say we're going to add ten more licenses and give them to fifteen thousand people that apply for. We're going to give ten licenses to, and and you know we're trying to come up with some different things out here in California, and yeah. even in uh you know because you know I spend half time here and half time in Vegas, 
And we want to be the first to have some pilot. I think we need to have pilot programs and, and not grandfather these other people in because, I mean, it's it, they're already established. All they're going to do is just, you know, monopolize the whole industry and just knock the, the little guy out. You know, oh, hopefully yeah. federally, you know, uh, instead of having to go to private banks federally, you know, to pass this law that, hey, this is much safer than that opioid crap they want to keep giving people. You know what I mean? That's so, sure. you, you know, but once again, big farmer runs the world, man. So, what, you know. It's so hard to like gauge it. And that's why I feel it gets politicized. We talked about it a little bit on Fox Sports Radio this week about how there is this uh, political, what do they call it? Politi politicization, politicization, whatever you call it, of this virus. And it led to more people dying because you don't, it's, it's not a Democrat or Republic thing. This is a matter of science. It's a matter of science. And you think about it, you know, one of the, the, the wealthiest, one of the strongest. And I, I think we can find a cure for basically anything if we want to. Yeah. But who, but who runs the world? The people that want us to have cancer, apparently. Uh, they just won't heal our real illnesses. Yeah, Big Pharma, because who does Big Pharma back? The people that make all the rules and laws. Crazy. So, Damn lobbyists. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's, uh, it's just one of those situations where, man, uh, hopefully we'll start doing the right thing and start instead of making this a political thing. Awakening to it. Like, like all this knowledge that you're spitting – more and more people are becoming aware of it. Your average person is starting to understand this medical, in, in, what do I call it? You know, it's the military industrial complex. It's kind of like the medical industrial complex where all these laws and regulations are just built to preserve these guys billions of dollars. Oh, billions of dollars, man. You know, and, you know, uh, a pill costs with a half a cent. And, you know, we could talk, let's talk about the EpiPen. They expire and it costs $300, you know, an EpiPen. So, and I don't think most insurances don't even cover every pins. No. So, so you know, you either have to be flat, broke, dead, or if you're working and, and scraping and make, you don't, your insurance doesn't cover it. And you, you get stung by a bee, you're going to die because this, some, they decided to say it's okay to let this every pin be $300. So, Wild. and, you know, it, it is, man. So, like I said, I don't, I'm proud to be, you know, like I said earlier, I'm proud to be, an American. I love everything about being a United States citizen, but when they say it's great, it's greater than a lot of alternatives. They are correct, but it doesn't mean it's not broken. Yeah. And it could always be better. That's the point yeah. is, you know, we address problems so that we could fix them and make the country a better place to live in. And they tell you, and they tell you, if you don't like it here, go somewhere else. Because yeah, that's always weird too. Them. You don't like yeah, because, it? Get out. Go to Canada. Yeah, because, and that's a weird response because as long as something doesn't affect somebody else, it's not a problem for them. You exactly. have very, you have a very select few of people that care about, you know, people as humans. You know what I mean? And, and unfortunately we don't have enough of them in the higher archy of, of, our, our, our politics, you know, because why uh, would you? If you're a good person, why would you want to be a politician? You're a, you're a complete sociopath. If you want to be a politician, yeah, like I said, and it's both sides. And I and I said it before. I'm independent. I yeah. I, I vote on every issue separately, and it's just my opinion. But you know that Constitution was designed for all of us to be able to have our opinion, not just one side have an opinion, not just 
a side that says, uh, you know how it's you know how it's non-constitutional when we complain about something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But that, but it's always constitutional when a certain party wants to complain. You know what I mean? So for sure. Yeah. So like I said, man, I'm proud to be here. I, I, you know the opportunities I have. You know, um, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. But it just doesn't mean it's, it doesn't make it perfect. No, of course. And, and But once again, bringing it back to these politicians, the forefathers of this country, although they were sinners in many of their own right, they weren't trying to be leaders. Washington was forced to be the president. He didn't want to be the president. They kept voting him in as president. It's just weird to me that people think they're so right about something and they know so much about something that they can kind of, like you said, null the other side out. Because when you're getting into these big politics, you have to pick a side. You have to work with certain lobbyists for whichever side and whichever companies. It's just a fully broken system that could be fixed. There just needs to be some more, I guess, regulations. I don't know. But you know what, well, Greg? You know- <laughs> I know we want to talk some baseball. We can get all, all day about these damn politics and the monsters that rule the world for thousands and thousands of years, not just now. Uh, you know, shouts to Ben Franklin and some of the guys out there that just wanted to make this country a better place. Somewhere we weren't really afflicted by these monstrous tyrants, you know? Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy when uh, you speak to some people and they talk about America being a better place is and making it better, and they're basing it just on finances. The more money certain people make, it's a better place. What about the living conditions? What about you know the the mental health, the homelessness? What about what about poverty? What about all these other things? What about the public school systems? What about there's a list that goes on and on and on and on and on that no one's talking about. All they're talking about is as long as that stock market does good, you know, a certain group are, are, are happy. You know what I mean? Right. And, and unfortunately, man, I, I wasn't raised that way. You know, I was raised to, you know, I, I, I was blessed to be a baseball player, but I was even more blessed to have my grandmother and my mother and, and people, my uncles and, the, the secretary at the high school and my friend's parents to try to shape and mold me to be a good human being, you know what yeah. I mean? Instead of just making it all about money, you know, be a good human being and, and, and think of others. You know what I mean? If I made all that I made financially in my career and in different businesses and didn't give back, I, I couldn't live with myself. I mean, you know, I, I Everyone's not going to listen to each other. And I'm not saying anyone deserves nothing for free. I mean, everyone has to, you know, give to get. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And you have to give to get. You just can't sit at home and, uh, you know, take baby mama's car while she's at work and do your thing and just kick it. No, man, come on. Although it's tempting at times, I got to say. No, it is, man. And you know what? Unfortunately, you know, a lot of our shows and what we grew up with, that's, that's what people, out, you know, our generation idolized, you know, but now we're seeing generational wealth and people in color. We're, we're working together. We're buying buildings together. We're buying, we're fixing neighborhoods together and we're doing it together instead of one person going out there and uh, I'm going to show him. And, you know, we've been fighting against each other, you know, that black for so long, let's work together and make these, these neighborhoods better. So when you spend within your community, it just it just strengthens everything about you from the kids all the way up throughout the uh, the entire 
development of your community. So yeah, they, that's what they say. Say black is the new Jewish is the words. That's those are the wise words I hear. Support black business. You know, one thing you see a lot of communities doing really well because they stick together and they help each other out. And I noticed just in the last 10 years, so many black people coming together to help one another, support each other's businesses, support each other's ideas. There's so many great innovators and visionaries that are black. I feel like there's less creativity going on. No offense, white people. I'm white. So I feel like I can say this. There's just not as much like culture at times. And you guys are really putting all that right on the forefront. So, hey, I take well, my hat off right now, but I embarrass myself. Hats off. <laughs> but you know what, though? I, it's always been there. You know, it's, it's like uh, it's like the Indians. The Indians were here before us, and they basically got their land taken, you know. And the ideas and innovations that uh, people of color have came up with over the history of, of time, we didn't have the documentation or the power to be able to keep them. So someone else wrote their name on it, and it became their founding. You know, their findings. Sorry. Yeah. So you know, with that being said, I, I I think you know we are starting to own our brands, starting to not just be a part of something, but to have a bigger vision. And we are starting to invest and come together and work together. And and African American men, because sisters are doing it. I mean, they're graduating at a rate of eighty to ninety percent going into corporate America, wow. but, but, but us as African-American men, man, we're at seven, 8%, man. We're, we're because for some reason we just don't get it. You know what I mean? We're, we're not getting it. We're getting, we're, we're better, but we're not to where we need to be. Well, in time, I'm sure it'll all, it's just hard to go to school. I mean, look, take it from me, man. I really wish I could have finished school, but I just got tempted by life. There was just so much good stuff happening at school that I couldn't finish. You still find a way. If there's a will, there's a way. So anybody out there that might not have finished school, if you believe in yourself and there's a, there's a chance, there's a tangible way to make something happen, there's a will, there's a way. I believe that. But, Ray, Ray, but you look at some of the most innovative people in this new era of, you know, the, the micro era, the, the era of, you know, Bill Gates and uh, Jobs and, people like that who didn't finish school. So yeah. it's, you know, it's being able to have a dream and being able to, to do whatever it takes to, and have the know-with-all to get to that dream. So, you know, you, you don't get turned down by it. But like you said, we, we mentioned three or four names. There's a lot of people that don't go to school that aren't like them. So go to school. Go to school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I say that, but yeah, I'm not going to be telling my kids that I'll be telling my kids the same thing. Yeah. Go to school, eat your vegetables. Yeah. That's all. You'll make it in life. You do that. And uh, Mr. Vaughn, I know you're a busy man. We already had you on for one appearance on the Fox Sports Radio show. But I have to ask, there was an article that I read recently that came up. And it was talking about how you were almost traded to the New York Yankees from the Padres in 1997. And how it really changed the whole trajectory of those next four years of baseball. And I want to know if there was truth to it. And how did you feel if it is true? Oh, it was definitely true, man. And once again, uh, I think my ex-wife called me because my son was watching ESPN. I said, Greg Vaughn just been traded. I mean, I didn't even hear from the general manager. You know what I mean? So the it was reported. Know- and that's why I wasn't sure how true it was because it gets reported. It goes into the news. This is before the internet, right? Or before it was really as popular. So, so wow, it was actually. So you get the calls, not from the organization, but literally from your family. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Boach, who I have tremendous respect for, Bruce Bochy, 
not just a great baseball man, but a great human being. You know, like I said, Boach understood people. And, you know, as a man, as an athlete, just tell us the truth, man. Just tell us the truth. And we can live with that. But don't don't BS us. And Boach always told us the truth. I mean, he's a great communicator. And I flew to New York. And at that time, I've had three rotator cuff surgeries. I had pin, shave, labrum. You know, so my arm wasn't that good. But the guy asked me, did it hurt? I was like, no. I mean, I'm still, I'm playing, but, you know, I don't take infield because I only have so many throws. I save everything for the game. You know, basically, I, but I'm out there stretching with my team. I practice with my team. I just don't throw a lot. Wow. And And so he determined that, I don't know if this is true or not, but he determined that, I did not, with the money still left on my contract and who they were giving up, this this wasn't a good trade. And I do you remember the details of trade? I think it was, I think it was Kenny Rogers, and I'm not sure who else. So this was the this was going into the 1998 season where you hit over 50 home runs, and that's what I heard because I finished 97 really really strong, 98. Of course, I hit 50, and I think he got fired, the same doctor. Then I hit two in game one in New York, you know, in the World Series, and then – Yeah, I'll remember those ones. Man, imagine – I mean, as a Yankee fan, I can only imagine how nice we would have been if that trade went through. History would have been a lot different how we had a guy hitting 50 home runs on that team. No, I don't – like Five championships. Hey, that, that, that ballpark was different. But, hey, man, you guys – you guys, you know, you guys had your dynasty. I mean, you guys had – shoot. And like I said, it, it was class from top to bottom, you know, with Jeter and uh, Pettit, Mariano, and, you know, guys like that. And, you know, everybody just – and then they can say what they want about the organization, but, you know, it's sort of like the Raiders. I have a lot of friends that are on the Raiders. They take care of each other. You know what yeah. I mean? That you, you know, that organization, you know, sort of like the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys, but they – you know, the Cowboys yeah. – the, the Raiders, the Yankees, the Dodgers, they take care of their people. And I can only imagine what it would have been like to be a New York Yankee, man. I mean, we're at know, the they, time where you excited. Like it's, I mean, it's not like getting traded. You mentioned how pissed you were getting traded to the Reds two years later. Was it the same type of feeling getting traded to the Yankees? It was like, Oh wow, here we go. No, no, I don't think I was pissed. I was in shock because I, you know, I've never played in a big market. You know, yeah. next thing you know, Oh shoot! Here I go. You know, I, I've I've always been an enemy in New York. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> you, you know, I don't I don't know what what to expect. You know, it's crowded. We're lit. You know, all these things start going through my mind. But I guess God works in mysterious ways, and He kept me in San Diego. And it was ironic that we faced them the next year in the World Series. And uh, you know, it's I I, I do. You know, the one thing I miss is I didn't, I wasn't able to go to multiple World Series and win a championship. I mean, not regret. I'm just didn't have the opportunity. Yeah. And, and I, I always wonder what it would have, what, how would my life be different if I ever played in a big market and did what I did. I mean, you were still like you managed such a great career financially with all these different businesses without playing in a big market because you were such a hometown hero. Everything between Milwaukee and Sacramento. So I feel like 
I, you know, you, you might have your what ifs, but you did a hell of a job taking that hometown hero and monetizing it and giving back, like you mentioned. Like all these, all these things that you're doing, you're always finding a way to give back. So who knows? Maybe it'd be some stone cold killer. You move to the to the major league, you're, you know, the, the bigger franchise. Maybe you, you shave might, your beard, you know, you know Steinbrenner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have had to shave it, man. And uh, if you, you're right, maybe I would have became full of myself. I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? You know, thinking you're untouchable. So I think the man upstairs, you know, he, he had me where he wanted to put. I mean, he put me where he wanted me to go and uh, or stay so to speak, no pun intended. And, uh, you know, it, it worked out. Like I said, man, I, I'm, I had a blessed career and, you know, people are going to say that, you know, when they hear different segments of this interview that I'm complaining, man, I'm proud and I'm very blessed. No, there was no complaining. Going on. I mean, plus you were technically part of the, the greatest Padres team ever. So like, that's one thing, you know, at, at least, you were part of the only team to make that far, right? Maybe there was one other one in like '84 or something like that. If I go, yeah, yeah they, went the World, they, they went to the World Series. Yes, they did. But uh, it's you know, I just like I said, man, baseball opened up a lot of doors. It opened up, uh, you know, a lot of different ventures for for myself and my family, and and it, more than any, than anything, and, and it it gave me the opportunity to meet a lot of different people. You know, like you know yourself, you know, Mister Cheeks, yourself, and like I said, man, having you guys come out to Vegas and we what hang a blast. out. Yeah, yeah, or we go, you know, like you said, 420 is coming up, coming down to, you know, coming out to New York or, or whatever this, the occasion is. We, You know, it's. Wait, so, it's so you're species. actually coming to New York on 420? Uh, I'm thinking about it, but, it's, you know, it's hard to come to 420 when you have 420 here in Cali where it originated. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's hard to leave I, 420, California. But if you do, there are some big things happening. And I'll tell you I this, know, we, too. If you come here, we have to do a wine party at the pizza place because we got the beer and wine license. We can do a, a huge thing. Like, if you come out here, it's going to be a thing. It ain't going to be just some 420 thing. We're going to throw, like, the most insane pizza, wine party, 420 extravaganza in the history of mankind. And Oh, so you got, uh, it's going to be open on 420? Oh, we're open. We're, we're actually – I have a walkthrough. I convinced some young listeners of the show – you know, from time to time here in New York, Cheeks and I will get some walkthroughs, as we call it. We get paid to come hang out, smoke, enjoy our time with the fans, whatever. So we actually managed to tell these kids we'll do it at the pizza place. So we're going to be at the pizza place smoking, enjoying ourselves outside, of course. <laughs> wink, wink. After yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yes. Uh, shoot. With that being said, man, let me let me look at the, uh, my flights and you know, oh, see yeah. if I can get somebody to See if I can get somebody to watch my Rottweilers, man. <laughs> you know, so you heard it here. It's going to be a party, y'all, as Mr. Keith Murray would say. Wow. Yeah, and shoot. And you know, we're going to have to get 23 wines in, there, in, 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 your, in your spot. Storefront. That's what I'm saying. Like the premier wine of the shop. Twenty. We're throwing all the other wine in the sink. That's it. Yeah. 23, 23 wines. Man, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go. Hey, let me start looking at airlines, man. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. It's go time. All right. So, so without further ado, go follow Greg Vaughn on uh, on Instagram. I just want to make sure I get the right plug. You know what your handle is off the top of your head on IG? Uh, IG is uh, Greg Vaughn twenty three. Uh, Facebook Greg Vaughn twenty three. Twitter Greg Vaughn twenty three. My uh, foundation is vonsvalley.org. And but yeah, made me reach out. But uh, man, I'm I'm gonna call you back because I'm really interested in. And, and checking that 420 in New York on 
Yeah. Hey. Just this one year. Hey. You can go to California next year, the year after. We need hey. to bring California here this year for 420. Hey, yeah. Yes, we do. Let me uh, – I'm just trying to figure out what, if I have a distributor in New York yet uh, or maybe I can use your distributor or otherwise we'll just go direct to consumer for right now until we get one. But Direct to consumer yeah. will do it for right now. But we'll find that distributor. Greg Vaughn in the house. He'll be here in New York. You heard it here. Vaughn's Valley Foundation on Instagram. That's Vaughn's Valley FDN. Follow the legend. He's on social media. He's active. Thanks for always uh, hanging out with me, man. I really appreciate you, Greg. Hey, Greg. Hey, good luck to your Yankees, man. Are they going to sign your boy? He's a California kid, too. He's right down the street. I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Spend, overspend. Be like the Yankees, damn it. Be like your pops. It's time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot. You know, the Yes Network pays for all their, the player salaries, so that, I mean, that's nothing. Yeah, exactly. See, you heard it right here. Yeah. This is Durancho FM. Greg Vaughn in studio. When we come back, we're going to have H2O. We're going to be talking celebrity basketball and a whole bunch more. Follow us on Instagram at The Ryan Show. We <laughs> will be back. Turn my headphones up. Louder.
Taking over while Ryan gets uh, his business taken care of. What is up, Royal Flush? Ain't much, ain't much. Slow motion, slow. Slow mo, slow mo. That's right. Sometimes life feels like slow mo, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cause if, if you're moving at a pace, then, then then you're moving, then you're not in a race, you know. So mm. I like to move at a slow. Who speed. taught you that? Me, me, me. From the Flushing neighborhoods. Yes, yes, yes. Growing up in Flushing all my life. I was pleasantly surprised to learn this because I love learning that when Royal Flush was growing up, I say like slowly like that to emphasis. You know how like people these days they text with like the emoji, the star emojis around it. When I say like Royal Flush, that's like me using my voice to put two star emojis around your names. All right, like the crystal emoji thing. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> understood. Royal Flush, tell me, to- he told me that when he was growing up. Flushing was not a predominantly Asian neighborhood. Uh, it was a black neighborhood. Yes, it was. It was black and like Indian at the time, but it was it was mostly black. Yeah, like I'm, you know, growing up in Flushing, I, I watched it change. I watched the first Asian store come on Main Street. You know, from Busy Bee. That was like the first little flea market that came, and then you know, I, I watched it grow and grow and grow. And in a matter of maybe 10 years, they had like the whole Main Street. But that was definitely something being in Flushing to see a whole development, a whole thing grow. So did the food vendors change too from African food to Asian food? Yeah. Uh, mm. Well, well, from 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 deli food mm. to Asian food. Oh, excuse me. I don't yeah. know. I had African food yesterday. I had a thing called fufu. Yes. I don't know what that is, but I tried it because it rhymed with my name, Lulu. I like it. <laughs> um, it. It didn't have a flavor, really. 
Uh, I don't. I don't it doesn't. It's, it's more creamy, more. Okay. But I, I like it. I like it. I like. I just tried African food. It's cool. But yeah, when the food changed out there, then that's when like the the Korean bars and all of that, and we can cook in front of us, and people see it, and then what's the other thing? The um, like Benihana's. So right now it's like Asian, like Korean, Chinese, blah blah blah. But back then, what what do you know? What parts of Africa those people came from, or they were just African Americans? African Americans. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay not, gotcha. Not, not 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 from the country. It was just it was a lot of black people. Oh, okay. you know, it was, it was um, it was mostly black mm. growing up in in like the seventies and eighties and okay. So it was not black and yellow. It was just black. Yeah, black and yellow, uh. black and yellow, light skin, black dog, black. Okay. But it was mostly. So black. it was very common, like that you date a bunch of Asian. Well, when they first came, that was that was something new for us. Mm. So I guess that was exciting at the time. Yeah, especially like the little. Is it true what they say though? I don't know. Um. Yes. Yes. That black really are black. And long. Oh. Okay. And long. And long. I don't know, but um, I am really interested to know about your name because it's Royal Flush. First, I thought, I guess maybe just the naughty side of me, I thought it was maybe like a, a sexual innuendo, but it's not. It's where you're from, right? Or is it maybe, is it partially that too? I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got the name Royal Flush because I used to go to a lot of places and I lived in Flushing. And it was a, a block in Brooklyn called Flushing Avenue. So when I used to say Flushing, people thought I was talking about Brooklyn. People didn't really know about Flushing. So, you know, when I go places that my name was Ramel, so having a name like that in every project, there was about four of them. Uh-huh. So people knew me. They'd be like, oh, Ramel from Flushing. People <laughs> just started calling me Flush. That makes sense. And That's the cool. Royal came in, uh, I think I had a Minaj and a bunch of girls and the Royal. And then, yeah, know, in China, know. like a lot of names sounds like, uh, like metro stations. So sometimes you don't know, like, am I talking about a personal metro station? That's dope. So um, I don't know what else to ask you. What's your favorite food? Um, okay money weed yeah, that those yeah. things make the world go around yeah, and no. also cream ca- yeah. cash rules everything around me that's, it. that's what it is like, i think people don't like you when you don't got money so i always want to have money because i want no being like no, dude listen agree or disagree being poor is a crime yes yes agree pound agree yes Agreed. we first time meeting but i'm feeling i'm vibing you yes i'm, I'm from flushing <laughs> flushing uh-huh <laughs> ah. um so you like bubble tea Yes. Amazing. What's your favorite bubble tea shop? Um, I like the I like, I like the coffee with it. I, I mean, some of the bubble tea is cool. Now I'm happy that they got the straws where it don't mm. get stuck in it no more. Mm. The bubble mm-hmm. juice always gets stuck in the straw. But yeah. I, I mean, I like it all. I, I try everything. Like when it comes to flushing, I do everything That's from the, from cool. the from the Asian bakeries. Mm. To eating duck. Like, Amazing. I, I, I have yeah. some duck the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Flushing cooks it the best for me. Mm. So, do you have a, a song? Like, is your I, I don't like Ryan told me to come here like completely cold, so I don't know about you, which is better because it's who would want to talk to someone like you know when like oh I know everything I don't. So, what, what's this uh, EP? What's this album about? Does it have some bubble tea influence, or is it more like gangster stuff? I don't know. I really don't um, know. Me, me, I'm, 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 I put Hennessy in my bubble tea, so it's nice. gonna be gangster. That's hard. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's hard. Good. I feel like I have to be a little scared of you now. No, no, that's no. all right. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I, 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 the album's crazy. The album, um, well, you know, I came out '97, my first album. I came out with Mike Geronimo. '97. Okay. Yeah. So this is my 20, 25th anniversary. It's twenty-five years ago. Add sound effects, clapping. Album. Okay. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's my 25th year wow. of throwing my first album out. So it was called Ghetto Millionaire. So mm. this is my 25th anniversary. So I'm going to throw my new album out yeah. called Ghetto Billionaire. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But the projects I have in line now, I have an album out with my man Billy V. Mm. That's going to be unbelievable. So I'm dropping that sometime soon, probably like when you hear this. And then I got me and Sean Price. Rest in peace to the left. Oh, that's huge. R.I.P. Yes, yes. And I have a lot of features on there. You know, I got a Graph. I got Cassidy. I got Nature. I mean, the album's crazy. I got uh, Ryan actually helping me with that project, Menza. So it's a beautiful thing. So I got a lot of of things in, in work. So this is my year. This is my mm. year. I'm taking over this year. Do you year. think out of all the names you just listed, can you tell us which one is your least favorite? Um, Menza. Nah. Oh, okay. Nah. All right. I, I like them all. I like them all in different categories. Mm. You know, so they, they all got a... You like Menza there. for the pizza. Yeah. Digi Slices. What is up? <laughs> this is not even sponsored. <laughs> Men's have been holding me down. Men's have been, um, you know, he's he's definitely a person where I was just sitting around collecting a lot of, a lot of album work, a lot of songs with people, and he came to me and was like, you know what, man, let's start throwing it out. So he came, he came, definitely came with some good ideas. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter what you're doing in this industry, you need a machine. You know, it can mm-hmm. never just be you and one person. It can mm-hmm. never just be you and two people. You need an actual machine. So, I mean, Menza is just a, a link to the machine, you know. I'm putting my whole machine together. I got you here with me. I got Ryan, you know, the Ryan Show. And when Ryan Show comes with Mr. Cheeks, it comes with Hampton Dave. It comes with the Lost Boys. So, I'm just putting a whole On the way together. here, on the right, uh, on the right here, we were thinking, like, what if um, the next time, like, another stupid-ass white old man says, Mr. Cheeks, he's like, nah. Dr. Cheeks. <laughs> I mean, that's what they know him from. They're going to say what they want to say. I mean, I love this. I mean, Snoop Dogg became Snoop Lion, right? He upgraded. Yeah, he upgraded. Just because he wanted to. So why can't Mr. Cheeks? He was such a good backup dancer. He was in the back, you know, always moving. He was yeah. not really dancing. He was just doing like left yeah, and right. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's what that's I do. No, actually, what I do, to be honest, I'm such an introvert. What I do, I just nod my head. Like, that's all I do. That's as much as you can get from me. I don't like to move too much. So that's hip hop. That's a, when you just nod. That's the hip hop. Oh my god! Maybe I am a hip hop. Th- I know it. I'm some just type talking of, to you. I yeah. see the chemistry. Um, so did you write your own lyrics? Yes. Yes. Unbe- I, 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 clap I, effect. Yes. Oh, I wrote yes. everything. I wrote. Yeah. Can't nobody say nothing. Mm. And I also wrote for a lot of people. You know. Yeah. So I wrote for a lot of people. A lot of people I can't mention because I was paid where I can't mention. You okay. know, Were you paid in drugs or like cash? Um, some features was in drugs. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I take anything. I take yeah. food stamps, drugs. I take, I take whatever <laughs> EBT. You got. Yeah, I, I never anything. got EBT, but that sounds cool. I mean, I don't. That's you can just get free food from EBT stores. Yeah, that's, well, I, that's every cool. store is EBT. I oh. mean, any, anything even like Saks Fifth Avenue. Of Do- no, but like if you had like a thousand dollars in EBT, mm-hmm. I would buy it from you, and then you can go to Saks Fifth Avenue and spend it. Okay, yeah, promise. Promise. All right, oh, I'm gonna promise. find some EBT because it's anybody, probably not that hard. Everyone, EBT, everyone has EBT. I, I just I, never I'll had give it. You okay. Cash. All right, I'll give you half for the cash. I give okay. you half in cash. Cash. I don't want drugs. I cash, please. No, no. no I go I, buy some books. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what's inside a book? Knowledge. Ooh. Now, yeah, knowledge goes straight through the nose. Go ahead, next question. <laughs> Was I that a drug it. reference I missed? I don't yes, know. yes, Oh, Sometimes yes. I really clear out the book and put the drug. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so who is your favorite drug lord? Um, 
Well, I have so many. I have mm-hmm. so like I, I I can say like I can say Castro, or I can say Pablo, and people like that. But that's not what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. So I would have to be like influences around me would be like Charlotte or Fat Cat and you know, Bimmy and and Just and people like that. People from Flushing, my man Shabon. You know, oh. and and these are guys that were tight. So that's the only reason why I'm mentioning their name. Anybody I just mentioned is not selling drugs no more. They either got a company oh. or they're doing something different. So what separates someone from a drug dealer and a drug lord? Like what level do you have to hit? Like how much do you have to sell or how many runners do you have to have to become a drug lord? Well, a drug lord means you have an operation. Oh, okay. you have to have an operation. Even if it's out of your kitchen. Yeah, but if you oh, if you okay. got an operation, if you got. Three workers, four lieutenants, two bodyguards, mm. a stash house, you know, so that, that that's what makes a drug lord. But a, a, a person that sells drugs is go outside and make some extra money. You're trying to make 200, 400, you know, that's a drug dealer. Do you have any questions for me? Um, Before I bounce it to Ryan. Um... How do you like doing this interview thing? How do I like? T- uh, I I feel like I'm being underpaid. Like what? Yeah, well, that's what happens. That's what happens. That's what yeah. happens. I don't deserve this. I love your charisma. I see you oh. do you do comedy. Sometimes. Sometimes that's yeah. that's 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 like my second. It's my second go to after rap. I love comedy. You so. know what? Sometimes like, like what you think you would be, maybe like maybe you become amazing comedian. Like maybe people like, like don't even. Like the music that you have the, your 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 cult right, but what if you start comedy and they're like, "Oh my god, I can never, I, I'll never watch another a Kevin or a Chris yes. no more." Now it's all about royal flush oh, from I mean, flushing. I, I would love it. I mean, in, in this in this day and age, you you have to have multi multiple hustles. You can't just have one. You can't just be mm-hmm. a rapper. Your rap is like your business card. I rap. That's my business card. That's how we met. But mm. I also lay carpet. I also sing. Carpet. I also do piano. You know what? Whatever you do to make money, you got you you got to do multiple things to make money. Now, yeah, it's not just one way to make multiple money. in source. Yes, because I mean, source I, I, I don't. I think one 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 source of money will never be enough for me. Yeah, sometimes not just for money, for love too. You know, like no, who can just fulfill everything you you want, right? Yes. You gotta have multiple stuff like. Like they say, what's that old people saying? Like white uh, old people, uh, eggs best basket. Yes. Don't put all the eggs, right? Don't put all your eggs yeah. in one basket. But Absolutely. sometimes you have to. Like sometimes if, if it's like the one, then you got to like go. Yes, you know? I mean you, you got you got if, if it's twelve eggs, you got to put ten in that in that one thing and just right. keep two for, for for safety for tomorrow's breakfast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that is uh, it for my segment. Next, we have Ryan. Stay tuned to uh, hear him talk about pop culture stuff like Will Smith. And the uh, the slap incident and uh, other stuff that uh, that may be trending. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, me and Ryan get into that. Everybody know me and Ryan. We we, we have these conversations all day. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the um the pleasure was just interviewing with you. I it was all my pleasure. Yes, I talk to him every day. Nob. N A B. What's that? Um, it means negotiate all business. Oh, so, so like if I'm telling someone, if if you have a lawyer and your lawyer is mm. going to do a million dollar deal, don't just send your lawyer. Go with him. Negotiate all business. Be there. Be there. Be there. That's a good tip. Business That's meetings. a good tip. Yeah, because some people you, you won't know, and some people I got robbed because you didn't go to one meeting about your money. Every meeting I have, I'm there. Whether it's two lawyers talking, whether it's two A and R's talking, whoever's working my projects, I want to be there before the final answer. So you always have a banner. Yes. Mm. Yes, yes, and well, welcome to my place. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is this is my lounge. This is where I sit up here and watch the games at. So we 
Are you part of the March Madness? Yes, yes, I am. I mean, I I, I love sports. I'm a sports guy. So, yeah, I play a lot of fantasy sports. I gamble a lot. So, I'm into sports. I know hockey. I know softball, baseball, soccer. But definitely not polo. A little bit of polo. A little bit of polo. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. is the best of the Ryan Show FM 2022 and we are moving into the second half. 
Spig Nice and I had a wonderful conversation. This is the first interview with Spig Nice after a 17-year stint in prison for bank robbery. The man was given over 35 years, but thanks to the wonders of COVID-19, he was let out early. Now he's back with us. The Lost Boys are back. The reunion happened on this show. So without further ado, let's get this uh, next interview started. Thanks to the fans that voted for the Spig Nice interview in the IG story. Follow him on OG Spig Nice. That's his Instagram handle. Now, without further ado, let's get this thing cracking, baby. We'll be back. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know what's up? My team. Living this American dream. Game. Machine. Machine. Zelda. Zelda. DJ Premier. You know this. Look. I don't beef on the internet, I approach you. I ain't shooting five with it, I gotta smoke you. My dog said his box just landed, he got his load through. Drive by music, this shit he can pop his toast to. His chopper smoking it out of Yoshu. My buzz by a coast to. Took the game over like I supposed to. I'm in position you can knock it close to. I got shot in my throat, still got four classics at my disposal. And I admire my ways. I was wildin' inside of a cage, now I set fire to stage. Every verse recited his wave, and I ain't writing a page. Hard out till I lie in my grave Cook the white up in the microwave You at work trying to get holiday pay I'm on an island for days Getting money like Big Meech 06 This Griselda DJ Primo Hey yo rich law, poor law, read the headlines Oh four, me and Sheen come, it's packing dimes Coke spot, I had a leisure harder than a lime Sell another brick and we cop and swim five Hey yo, out of Daytona, Rolex Daytona Fiend hit it once, fell out into a coma Sean Elliott, Matt Tins out the Rover Might shoot 32 times for the culture He's back a boy, rock a lover boy Undercover neighbor, turn the oven on It only had two bodies, I put another on We sold a thousand bricks after summer gone Drive in 45 with the potato light in the right hand Die in, first the burglars flew on the high end The prices won't drop unless you buy 10 Hopped out the Lamborghini, yeah, it's like Godfish In my cell reminiscing when I used to time pitch The rhyme sick, K in the bench ain't Wayne Trich How you doing, fly golf, same shit, bigger back Cocaine killing in with the Dilla tag Lord, poor Lord, read the headlines uh-huh. Oh, for me and Sheen, gone was packing dimes yeah. Coke spot, I had a leisure harder than a lime uh. Sell another brick and yeah. I skip town with the money, uh-huh. my b- the accountant You ever try to board a plane with a brick in your outfit? You know I work hands on, had to sit in them houses Learn from real drug dealers, not from internet browsing Who cook the food in the kitchen that they fill in their mouth with me. The head of West like Dion when he split with the Falcons Look at me and see a vision of Malcolm yeah. Slightly grinning, but long as we keep winning I can live with the outcome uh, Drake Harriana, uh-huh. Mike Hamadana what else? But I drove a few bricks through the Carolinas Ooh. It's true that they underestimate you when you're modest, so I'm fronting on them every chance I get to be honest. Likes about Brazil that they tell you that we the hottest. Flip wherever I can sell you, cause failure won't be an option. Yeah, I sold the block together like a seamstress. Like and I live the rap about it on Supreme Street. Ain't no rich law, poor law, read the headlines. Oh, for me and Sheen gone was packing dimes. Coke spot, I had a leisure harder than a lime. Sell another brick and we cop and swim fives. <laughs> The proper way to say it, but only if I can. The proper way to say it, but only if I can. The proper way, the proper way, the proper way, the proper way, the proper way to say it, but only if I can. 
What's going on, everybody? This is another live rendition of the Ryan Show FM with yours truly, Ryan Vernell. And as you see, I'm joined by the one, the only, the legend. He is free at last. 17 years later, you may have heard him just the other night here on this radio program, but now it's time to get a little more in-depth personal. We didn't really get to ask a lot of the questions. It was more of a celebration the other night. Give it up for Spig, nice, original Lost Boy here on the Ryan Show. L's up. Let's go. What up, people? How, How are you? you, man? Oh, I'm my good. I'm good. God. Just such an honor to sit down with you, man. It really is. Hey. We've spoke so many times since you've been out. And now, how long exactly has it been since you've been free? I don't know. About October? No, no. Since July, actually. Since July. So that's a lot of time to see that the world's pretty much moved into your cell phone. Oh, did it. I'm here. I'm in the cell phone. Literally right, right now. I still can't get it right. <laughs> I need You're more literally time. staring into your phone. So what's the biggest change so far just getting used to this, you know, and this is what we're kind of getting used to is this new normal, not just the social distancing, but the world's moving into the metaverse. I mean, what do, what do you find the, the biggest differences now that you're out here free? Hey, I don't, man, I don't know. A lot of things is different, man. I mean, from the simplest things, it's different from like cars, everything. Cars are bigger. You know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. I, it, a lot of things is different. It's like kids are bigger. It ain't even little babies no more. They're little kids and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, uh, that's it's, crazy. Everything that's a crazy is different. Thought. It's like with the computer age and I don't know. It's, it's, it's a new world. I mean, I used to watch it from the TV and hearing it from guys that come in from off the streets and stuff like that. But seeing it and being in it. I, I used to always say, this is y'all world. I ain't in it yet because I've still got to get used to all this stuff. I still say that. So, How I'm are you adjust. doing adjusting? Like, has it been easy or difficult? What do you think about? I mean, new? it's it's both for me. I mean, because sometimes I'll be like, I don't understand what the hell. But then sometimes there's situations that I'm like, man, that's simple. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? It's almost but, like we it like like the Wild West in a weird way kind of exists on the internet. You can still find yourself in some weird places. I got a list of places you gotta visit. We got Reddit. Reddit, you'll find yourself in some crazy rabbit holes. One cool thing now is you can learn just about anything with YouTube documentaries. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you true. want. This and, is true. Which kind of leads me. To my next question, which is, what do we have next? I mean, there's so many routes that you can take. It doesn't even have to be music. Is there anything that you have in mind at this point? I mean, I got a lot of ventures that I'm going to be getting into. You know what I'm saying? It ain't all music. I mean, entertainment is a lot of my life. You know what I'm saying? But I still want to do different businesses like trucking and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? With my yeah. pops and stuff like that. Get his stuff together. But, yeah, I want to do clubs. I want to do... Uh, uh, there's a lot of things that ain't got down here that I'm putting together, that I'm getting a team together to put down here in South Carolina. Like New York style? Basically, yeah. Clubs, okay. Because if it's successful there, it's going to be successful Anywhere yeah. else. Yo, everybody, know. that's one thing that changed is a lot of people from New York seem to have moved down to South Carolina, the, the North South. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, they were down North Carolina and 
Atlanta and stuff like that. They just missed South Carolina. And this is like not this is I say my home because I came here before in 80, 81, 82. Came to school, went to school down here for a few years. And then I was like, I need music. I got to go make music. It's my life. It's my passion. So I left from here to go up there, go back home. Did it home, start with rapping or was there singing or any other nah, I was rapping. Me and my man, Eddie Blandon. Me and my man. Ah, we, but I was yeah. in a band and stuff like that. Marching band and all that stuff down here. What I did you play in the marching band? I played the trombone and shit like You played that. the trombone? <laughs> oh, my. When was the last time you played I, the trombone? I wanted to play the drums, but they had too many drummers. I couldn't play the trumpet. My lips are too big. It's like, your lips too full. You can't get this. I thought, no. you, I thought that would come in handy having bigger lips playing the trumpet. Doesn't nah, make sense the, to me. The, the bigger lips comes with the, trum, the trombone and the tuba. Really? So the trombone and so the tuba. So I was like, right uh, I, well, I should have played the saxophone, but I wasn't thinking at that time. I was like, I just want to play the drums. But they conned me into getting somewhere else. I was like, the trombone. Was, There's just so many jokes. Thing, it just started with marching band and all that stuff. So I was doing yeah. my thing down here. Nice. Now I'm back to do and it all over back. again. I mean, is there any chance we're going to see you on the trombone again? I mean, this uh, is a new day and age. You might go viral. Something I like that? No, I don't know. I, 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 You know who I listen to? I listened who? to a couple of times that uh, Trombone Shorty. Uh, trombone like Shorty? That. Yeah, he plays trombone and stuff like that. It was just oh, something I researched okay. when I was enjoying it. I was like, oh, snap. But oh, wow. I don't know. You never know. Yeah, yeah. I might yo. have to get my notes back. I, I I let my little cousin use it when I was locked up. I let him use my uh, trombone. And oh, so you still it. have one? I had it. Oh, you had it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You never <laughs> I know. had That's it. That's a long time. He yeah. had it. It's over. Well, so I don't know. Lou asked you a good question tonight. He said, what was it like to be back in New York? What's the biggest difference going back to South Jamaica now? It was good. I, I The only thing I didn't do... Really was going Jamaica Ave. I don't know how I didn't go on Jamaica Ave, but I went everywhere else. I went all five barrels. People was like, yo, you driving up there? I said, yeah. yeah. Like parents and cousins and everybody was like, you driving to New York? I was like, yeah. I got my car. My, I call my nice. car Kit. Me and Kit <laughs> got took it all the road. We went to, yeah. I had to get the, uh, the, 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 the cobwebs from under my gas foot. So, I'd it's go a long drive. Way up there from yeah, Dolo, you know what I'm saying? That's a good way to get acquainted with driving again. Yeah, Hitting get the to road be by yourself, learn, do my thing. Uh, was it know? different driving the cars, or was it the exact same thing? Did it just come natural, like riding a bike? Nah, it's natural, man. You know, I don't do nothing less than eighty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. I'm out. I'm out. Don't Living on everybody the Everybody know I'm a driver. I drive that thing. I'm a driver from the core. Oh, that from my parents. I'm a driver. I'm supposed to have been a race car driver. Really? Yeah. <laughs> NASCAR. So, I even talked to the dude in NASCAR when we did a, when we was together like in 97, 98, went to a fashion, the fashion joint in Vegas. And we was, we had to do it for um NASCAR. Okay. And remember when they, uh, they had the M&M jackets and all those jackets and stuff like That's that right. started coming out. So we was for NASCAR. You know, you had the NASCAR. Lost Boys logo on a NASCAR driver. <laughs> it would have been nice if we did. If you, got yeah, that that'd have been amazing. But we just was doing it. I was talking yeah. to the dude, and I was like, "Yo, can I?" I, I said, "I want to be a. I always want to be a driver." You know what I'm saying? I looked up to like Richard Petty, and yeah. and I forgot the black dude. It's crazy. 
because he was there. Me and the black dude was kicking and stuff like that. But he was like the only one at NASCAR at that time. Wow. But I was like, Dale Earnhardt and all that other stuff. I was like, man, I said, I was there. I was yeah. there. I've always been a, a avid wild. watcher. Yeah, it's young. fun. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Racing is I really went to that fun joint to watch. Before, and it was like, loud and black, looking at me like, what is this black dude doing here? Yeah, <laughs> there. That's in Charlotte, actually. I can't watch it on television, but in person watching it, there's something else. I've never been one of those like redneck type situations. <laughs> Back then, you got to imagine. Yo, I, I couldn't I'm, even I'm imagine. In the 90s. Yeah. You got to yeah. imagine. Couldn't even imagine. What? But, Did you see anything ridiculous? I mean, there's obviously the Confederate flags, but I mean, imagine it was just very openly racist. Yeah, they were looking at me all crazy. I'm like, I'm here with y'all. <laughs> what are you looking wow. at? I like the car, throw my threes <laughs> up for them, all that, man. That was that. That was it. Wow. But um, I like like recently, mm. I went back because they had it down here at Darlington. Okay. And I actually had a job, so I was like kind of cleaning around and everything. Nice. So I was actually there. I got clips and stuff like that. I didn't put it on my Instagram or but you got, got it. it. That's what it's about now. Yeah, showing I mean, off, showing off the content, hanging out at NASCAR. Uh, Spanish, anybody and everybody yeah. out there joined. So it was like, you know, when the white people was like they ain't yeah. the same people that from before. They let me look at the uh RVs, you got million dollar, two million dollar RVs and stuff like that. We was like Kicking it at everybody. Yeah, things are so things good. seem to be getting a lot better. Yeah. Like yeah, there's yeah. obviously you know, Bubba, still Bubba craziness. But Bubba killing it out there. That's mm -hmm. right. I didn't want yeah. to say this name wrong, but I but he's the guy that seems to be a real pioneer out there. Yeah, right now, yeah. Killing it right now. So it must be nice. Now, what is uh what is the greatest thing so far? about being together with the Lost Boys. I mean, we got to see the reunion just the other day. Everybody up here on the screens, you guys went to South Carolina. Uh, what was it like for all you guys to be together? What, what were your feelings seeing Mr. Cheeks pulling up South Carolina? I know he should, like, I remember he told me, he's like, yo, I got to get South Carolina. Hops in the car, makes it down there as soon as he saw, thanks to Instagram, saw the pictures. What was it like getting together for the first time? Oh, it was great, man. At first, really, everybody was asleep. And this motherfucker come all late and he comes all five o'clock in the morning and yeah. man, motherfuckers asleep. Man, we out here like uh, in you different cabins. We had two cabins. Right, then. We had That's two cabins, so he came and just so happened hit the right joint. I woke up like, who the hell is out there? Because I'm early. Cut. Yeah, I'm still on my early. Shit. So oh shit, cousin, what up? <laughs> you know. And then everybody start waking up in this cabin and. Go over there to get them cats up in that cabin. Yeah, I mean everybody was good, but then uh, he came all late. But the dudes was ready to leave in a little bit. You know, we kicked it for a minute, and then he fell asleep. I got pictures of all that. Y'all don't got those pictures. <laughs> I mean, he talked for it's two a long hours. Ass drive. Out. He but just hops in. There, we kicking. I got all that footage and stuff like that. I put it some time. I put it out sometime. Yeah, that but it was awesome. it was good. It was like you know it was love. Everybody got love, and we just. We's there. We's back at our, at our peak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so. to think that it's been that long, and the last time that you guys almost got together was 9-11, and then everything, not just with the country, but it seems like all these other little pockets within all got kind of shaken up, mm. and that was the last time everyone had been together for something like that. It just still blows my mind. I mean, we, we, 
see the thing we it was crazy i mean yeah after that i mean together when we was i mean we got together after that but because we was making music oh uh, okay, okay we was doing music already we started doing a, a lost boy uh another album mm. so it was like me and cheeks was started getting in the studio knocking them out at the, at, in the basement i guess so were you gonna put any bars down on any of these tracks in the new album yeah what nice what yeah, was, nice that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I'm waiting to. Nah. So, in terms of music, is there going to be any type of solo work? Or are we going to get See, back? I was doing, you know, all right. Here it is. Before, before I got locked up, I I did do a bunch of tracks. I was yeah. doing tracks by myself because wow. you know Kicks was Just, doing his thing. He was out there uh, with his solo joint at that. That's when the lights came out. This was like 2001. Wow. Or something like that. You know, independently, what I'm you were doing stuff by yourself. Yeah. Okay. Cause I know the formula, so all yeah. I had to do was really like go and holler at these people and see what's up. Can I get something of this now? But I, actually, I was trying to get it out my own. I was doing my own. I was doing independent thing. What they doing now and stuff out of the trunk and all that, whatever. Yeah, I was actually on my way of doing that myself. You know what I'm saying? Wow, okay. So I, I then spoke to a couple of artists and stuff like that to feature my stuff. I. Wow, that's that like a nice huge advantage, though, being Spig Nice and, you know, just the connections that you have. And that, I'm sure, was one of the more independent or, you know, early independent movements like that for yeah, you to be that yeah. connected and that early and making those types of moves. Yeah, I mean. Who, who did you have features from? I didn't get them on, but I spoke to. See, I, I only needed people for certain things. Like, I have a hook yeah. that I needed that I was going to use from Slick Rick. Wow, you know, that would because, be like I said, I'd be driving right. My joint yeah. was hold on because the driver of the mission is a pro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and this is a driving joint, it's it keeps you in the mood when you're driving, you're gonna be like, Yo, you're gonna be in that. So, that was him. I just said, I told, I asked him, I was like, Yo, I, well, we met at a spot, and I told him, Yo, I could sample it, but I'd rather give you money, and then when time you do shows and stuff like that, you could. Do the hook and this and that. Mm. I had Dougie Fresh. I wanted him because you know he's a crowd motivator. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I had him for a certain thing for a uh, 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 crowd participation. You know what I'm saying? Like that. that you know insane. how he does that. Yeah. So I had Billy Dance. Uh, you know I had for voice. His voice would have matched perfectly for the song and stuff. So I spoke to all these different people. You know what I'm saying? But it just didn't come through. I got this. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, things happen. Took a trip, you know. You took a trip. You take a chance. You got to yeah. roll the dice sometimes. Hey, man, did it? Did you what did, you and did. that's a whole nother legend. Like we keep talking about the legend of the music, but there's also the legend of what you were there for. Yeah. But I got to start by this. You know, you were sentenced to 37 years. You get out at 17, and I'll start by saying. Actually, I got to start by saying this. Prayers up to DJ Caselet, one of yeah. these guys that right now is getting together all of the hip hop pioneers and people that guys like me grew up listening to putting together these tracks with 50 different rappers on them. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I heard, I heard a couple of drugs. I heard a couple of crazy. Well, yeah. he's got COVID and from what I heard, he's off the ventilator. So, Hey, if you believe in that stuff, Ooh, say it again, say that again. Up. DJ K slay. Well, he's on a, he got COVID too. He got COVID. He got COVID. He got hooked up to the ventilator. Yeah. Yeah. He was, that's, you know, I, I'm just reading the memes. I'm no, I didn't memes. even know. I didn't yeah. even know. But he uh, seems to be doing better now. But that being said, 
it seems that COVID is why they're releasing a lot of people early. Is that something to do with? It is. Okay. Yeah, they've been doing that. I, I tried it, but they was like, I was in the county. I was like, man, I'm already did the sentences stuff like that. You already resentenced me and everything else. Even the judge was trying to get me to get out. She was like, all right, man. But she was like, hey, the borough of prison ain't going to try to, I don't know what's wrong. And it so wasn't it's a violent a lot of stuff with my case, man. It's funny. We, you know, we were mentioning you driving. I never asked you this. I never, you know, it's not really out there the details of what exactly went down. But I assume, judging by your driving abilities, you were driving the car. Which means that you weren't doing something violent, or listen, maybe sometimes <laughs> the day that they, the day that I got locked up, yeah, I wasn't driving at all. <laughs> wow. I mean, I did drive, but I wasn't driving when they pull us over yeah. which they didn't even have a reason to pull us over for that's how wild my case is my it case was by pretty... chance that they pulled you over no they got how they say they got the word they just mm. said they was behind it was like yo what should we do yeah they, the big boy said pull them over but not enough probable cause trial, still? Was like what do you pull them over for did yeah. they do anything no did they break any laws? No. Instead of saying, all right, you know, it was like, this is going to be interesting. What do you mean this is going to be interesting? And when they uh, pulled you over? Uh, uh, drop that charge. You can't. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of BS going on. Can't talk about because I've still got Cody's in the joint. Yeah. So oh, hopefully yeah, yeah. they'll so be out this. That was hopefully my next question. Work okay. out and then, you know, cases popping off. Yeah. And it'll go the right way because. We wasn't supposed to be in jail like that. No, at, I'm sorry, but nobody nobody gets hurt. That to me right there speaks out. It's just such a weird thing to see rapists and pedophiles. We're looking at this whole Maxwell trial and all of these monsters mm -hmm. get five, seven years. Epstein got, what, a year in jail right. for the craziness that he was in where he pretty much stayed at home. Yet <laughs> when the government loses money, they dish out these irregular sentences just to mm -hmm. prevent people from doing it. I mean, and the thing is, yeah. a lot of things is, and they, they sometimes they talk about it's timing and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, that sometimes, because it was time, they done did a lot of drugs cases. They've been doing the drug cases and all that other stuff. Now they're trying to work on guns and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was, it took them over 20 years to start working on doing something with these gun laws. But every time it was something with the gun law, because that was holding us to, that's giving us the most time. But every time they're doing something with the gun law, just so happened when they come up, a mass shooting in the movie theater, a mass shooting in the, in the, in the schools, a mass shooting here. They're like, come on. So they throw that in the back burner, like, nah, we gotta straighten this out. It ain't crazy. This is a funny. It's, it's not funny, but it's the funny. Sh yeah. As we in jail, we used to make joke. You know, it's like black people don't be doing no massive. We might shoot in a crowd or one or two people, but we ain't going to kill no body no school <laughs> you know what i'm saying of mass killings and stuff like has that. there ever been a black school shooter man you might get a i don't know there uh, might be i'm not saying that there isn't i just don't no, know i'm pretty sure yeah. there is yeah. i mean 
something in Florida. I Damn, I wish we had one of our producers. This was a spur of the moment interview to those that are listening and watching right now, so we don't have any of our lovely producers to be able to fact check. <laughs> but, but, but wow. I mean, say it like this. If you shoot, you ain't going to shoot a couple. You might shoot one or two people, something like Yeah, you know, might but bring it down to school here or there. School, you're not going to shoot and body up colleges and preschools and stuff like that. We ain't that crazy. You know, <laughs> you know and it's not just white people. Too. There's been there's people. yeah. They ain't even worried about that. We gonna get the chair for shooting two people, and these cats are shooting up fifty. And they get, get a, they get a they get a whopper. Yeah. And Wendy's, they get Man. to choose what they want. Yeah. You when ever seen a picture of Dylan going to, Roof going to get treated to a Burger King after after they killed somebody, or killed people? So when they're on the inside, though. How do they get treated? Like, like for instance, a bank robber. I would imagine that's like something that people are like that. You know, something that people are kind of looking up to. Wild I ass mean, story. I it mean, it depends. It depends because yeah. you ain't the only one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people look at you differently. Like, yo, you got balls because I wouldn't have done it. And a lot of people is like, I mean, that car is kind of small, but like when I first got locked up. Went to Lewisburg Pen. You know, they got, I'll say, like cars, like in yeah. states, different states and stuff like that. The people that, the guys that were in my situation, they were from Boston. <laughs> Most of them dudes are from Boston. So me and we had something camaraderie, you know what I'm saying? And then New York is always like, yo, Spade, yeah. man, you were from New York, you from Boston, you always with them and this and that. I'm like, yo, man, I'm just saying we can kick it into stuff like that. And they had a little small What ethnicity were there? We talk about school shooters being mostly whites and a couple Asians scattered. What were bank robbers for the most part when you were in there? Was there oh. any type of No, nah, it was different. It was, it was different. Yeah. It was, it was, those were black guys that what I was with, but there's white guys. There's, you know, there's, there's I don't more. know any. I don't, it's such, it's such a ballsy thing. I hate to say it. I don't want to encourage anyone to do it. Anyone out there listening, I'm not saying this. I'm just saying it, it, it takes some serious balls. There must've been like a moment there. I mean, is it, is it allegedly, is there a reason why was it like, cause I mean, it wasn't just, why it's a spree. It's like, was there like a, some type of a grand scheme? No, no pun intended. I know it's the name of the last Lost Boys album. Wait, wait, say that again. What? <laughs> Uh -huh. But for someone to make that decision, it's got to be, it's, it's a ballsy move. Yeah. You got to know, you got to know what you know. Yeah. <laughs> you got to know what you know. People you know. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, yeah. I mean, it's, it's ballsy, man. It is. I'm sorry. Look, uh, once again, to the listeners out there, we just, this is why we got to ask the questions. This is an educational program. We try to get into Everything leave mm -hmm. no stones unturned as long as yeah, you're not getting I mean, any trouble. I would, I can, I can't really like save more, but I mean, I, I my, my Cody's, I can't, you know, yeah, then trust so me. I, I mean, I can't go into it until I know everything is good with everybody, you know, so everybody's out here. Then we could go because I that's a movie, uh, it's, <laughs> Listen, it's literally no a movie. movie. Anything I it's, do, anything I've done. It's a movie. It's no bull. Now, has anybody approached you? No, nah. like I said, because that's that I honestly been could out be there for being approached. But yeah. I mean, I don't know how this social media stuff is and stuff. But I got 
I got stories. Yo, there's there's Netflix documentaries and stuff like that. So because that's you know once your guys are out, that is something. Once again, we got a friend Mike Dowd that's a regular on this program. He was that dirty cop in Brooklyn that got in trouble. Had the top grossing Netflix documentary, and now literally tours the country for his documentary, going from place to place and spreading awareness on why not to do it. I mean, obviously, it's something you you know have deep regret doing. So you know, to be able to make a movie about that story, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it would be a, a really cool thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be books and stuff like that. I got a book coming out. Uh, um, it's a big nice story. Wow. Lost, yeah, you know, it's going to be. Um, I got to see what the title is going to be because I had the story. I had the title already, but I don't know if it's going to change or not. I don't think the title even matters. I think people are going to want to hear what the hell went on. I mean, you know, <laughs> we talk about this, but it's just such a, a crazy life and such a crazy difference. I mean, touring with arguably the most popular group in 1995, 1996. Mm-hmm. It's just, I couldn't even imagine all of the our wild tours stories. Was, our tours was, I mean, we, we, we did a couple of tours. Like we did a Keith, Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat wow. had a tour, and we did it with like Bone Thugs and SWB back then. And we did the Lollapalooza joint. That's how we met Snoop and the Marlies. That's how we all became family. I mean, wow. we did a couple of tours and stuff like that, but our shows, when we did shows, it's like they named us one time the hardest working rap group in the game. Because anytime you've seen us, we was in the airport. And that was wow. from Thursday to Sunday. I hear so many stories about the airport. I guess so many people were taking oh, flights. Man. What it did it look like, like? If we come through the airport running, especially in Jersey, in the airport, they see us coming through running. They already getting the uh, they getting the uh, the cart and all that stuff, right? The the uh, the, 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 the the golf cart, whatever. Yeah. They, Yo, get them ready. Let's go. What gate y'all going to? And, we just jumped that right on that joint. Hey, we used to do that, man. Man, come on. We yeah, have fun awesome. though. We was that the, the plane was like a taxi to us. The airplane was a taxi. We always we had so much adventures. That that's a story. Yeah, the plane rides was adventurous. We, with Talik too. With Talik, oh my god. Ty yeah, what, what was it? Who was it like on the plane with all of those guys in there? Like any yeah. crazy stories? Oh man, we had a one 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 time they had a um I would say listen, like I told some cats before, um I was like if they wanted to get rid of the East Coast, the rap game on the East Coast, yeah, they had everybody because we was all on one plane. We had to do a show in Miami. It was I think it was a Miami Fest or something. I forgot what year. Yeah. And you got everybody from Big and the Onyx, DMX, you had Patra, you had Wu Tang, you had do you name it from the East Coast, basically. That is crazy. Fuji, everybody was in the hotel, everybody was getting on a plane, everybody was on a plane. We didn't know everybody was getting on the same plane. We were like, yo, where y'all go? Oh, shit, I didn't even know you performed. You performed what you doing? That was in the lobby that next morning, but you know, some people seen each other here and there. But when the next morning, that last morning, everybody's getting up to go to the airport and checking out. And everybody started like, yo, where you going? Uh, I'm going home. Uh, where you going? Where, I don't know what flight. That's not a third. Everybody meet each other at the airport. And everybody's like, yo, uh, 
Then the funny shit is with everybody on the plane, everybody wowing. It was only stewards and stuff. So me and C's was running around the plane trying to get in the locker, the, the liquor lockers and all that stuff. It was crazy, man. It was mayhem. Everybody, somebody's like, yo, parties that spit. Since I lived the closest to the airport, everybody's yeah. like, you might have got a call. That's what happens sometimes on these damn stream yards. Can you hear us yet? Somebody tried to call me just now. It's crazy. That's what happens. That's what happens when you do these things. People are like, yo, I'm watching you right now. And they'll call you. They get all excited. <laughs> crazy. It's not the first technical difficulty we've had. God. And I didn't even realize how you do this. To those that are listening that have iPhones, you might not really think about this, but we were trying to figure out how to close apps on an iPhone. I was trying to think how to explain. Because you don't just swipe up. You kind of like hold and swipe up. Yeah, to the right. To the right, sort of up to the right. And it's yeah. just a motion that you do kind of subconsciously after you have an iPhone for a while. Mm -hmm. Anyway, those apps are closed. Spig must have closed a hundred of those things. Imagine closing what? apps for the first time since July. I know we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there if you have an iPhone. What? Spig Nice is here. This is The Ryan Show FM. If you're listening live, we appreciate you. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Ryan Show FM for a ton of bonus content, content just like this. These live streams are not going to be open for the public much longer, Spig. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we love our listeners. We give a whole bunch of free stuff. But we also got to pay the bills. Pay the bills. Very important that we got to pay the bills. And it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. to think that the These government won't just give us money. I'm waiting for that next stimulus check. I heard that the fourth <laughs> one's on the way, Spig. Uh, yeah, I need That's it. what I heard. I saw a meme. Bills. I got bills all of a sudden. Uh, I'm like, Shit. it's yeah. a different world. I'm talking about, man. I, I mean, I used to do what I do, but. It's something I'm working now. <laughs> yeah. I ain't nine to five. I'm like six to three. I lost this bug. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. But you know what? It's a lot easier on the mind. I haven't had a nine to five in a few years and I've gone crazy. I'm full on playing Grand Theft Auto every day. Yeah. I'm off the deep end. <laughs> it's not, it's not as bad as, you know, so much, but go to bed. Yeah. I got to wake up. And you know, but guess what? It's incredibly stressful. All I do is stay up all night working. All night working. The nine to five is so underappreciated. Everyone now, for some reason, is just quitting their job. They're like, oh, I hate jobs. I hate working. A nine to five is such a nice blanket of security. God damn <laughs> it. it is, I though. Miss a nine to five. That's it what really it is. is, though. Because I, I like, listen, I've been at this plant where I work. I, ain't go, I, I work at a, um, a plant, it's Honda. They okay. do ATVs and stuff like that. Ooh. I'm welding. I do welding. So I, you know, I do what I do. Nice. Spig, I sat down with Freaky Ka the day after we had uh, we had the Lost Boys interview. Ka came all the way out from Queens. We sat down, we popped a bottle, and it was <laughs> nice to catch up. And it was yeah, therapeutic. Yo, I sat and listened to a three-hour phone call. I engaged in it. We were all sitting here. Freaky Ka. Pretty Lou and myself. Yeah. And just to hear those two talk, man, the history between you guys and the love, it really is why the Lost Boys worked. You could feel the love and you could feel the love between those that were involved in the movement, in the music. You could see it in the videos. You could see it at the live shows. Yeah. And it's it's still, to this day, is there. When you go to these Lost or uh, Mr. Cheek shows or Lost Boys shows, mm -hmm. I guess you say Mr. Cheek shows, Mr. in Cheek Queens, shows. It gets lit. Yeah. Everyone That's still comes up. out. It's it's awesome. I mean, you know, we 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 got that love because we there. We from there, and this is 
any one of them, anybody out there is a lost boy. That's how we groom, like basically, yeah, our our borough, yeah, and and our part of the city of our borough. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's lost boys. You make no difference, you male or female. You know what I'm saying? Young so, or small. Could you clear this up for me? There were a few guys that I've heard are lost boys that I don't know if it's just speculation. You could probably clear this up. There's 50 Cent. Was 50 Cent originally a lost boy when he was a kid? Say like this. He's from Todd. He's from Talik's block. Once before on Gabriel. Boo-boo at the time. <laughs> he used to hustle on a block. But say like this. When we started getting our money. Boo-boo. I just put that's That's amazing. God damn, that's good. When we started getting our money, I remember one. this is one time. I'm going to mm. just give you one little story. Because all of them basically from that area is LBs, basically. Okay. That whole area, Talik just like, you know, everybody embrace everybody's. And he's from the round the corner from Talik. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So uh, one time we was out there. Sometimes we go over 134, hang out on the boulevard, smoking, drinking, listening to music and stuff like that in front of the... Uh, in front of the barbershop or something. It was Blimpy's back then, matter of fact. So we was out there and it's not and 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 Boo Boo uh, 50, he hustles right there, you know what I'm saying? Right there in that wow. little strip or something or on the corner or whatever. And one time Talik was like, yo man, get out of here with that. You know what I'm saying? We we out here, we already drinking and smoking right here. You know, the cops is already up and down the block. Yo, get out of here, this and that and third. So he was mad and this and that and third. He gets on he gets out of here, go get his uh he went he went back to his to the house or whatever. He came back on a motorcycle and started wheeling up and down the boulevard and stuff like that. Man, it was like, did ah, this. He made it even hotter and shit like that. Oh, that so is why like, you know young Booboo. How yeah, old was I mean we had plans for all see, we had plans for a lot of people. At the time he was yeah. boxing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so man, we wanted okay. him to be like a boxer and stuff like that. For he the wasn't LB rapping back the then? LBs and stuff. This is before all that. He got the rapping with Jam Master J and all that yeah. other stuff. So I don't even know when now. But we wanted him to be like the boxer. We had Lamar Odom. He's representing uh, Lost Boys on, on the basketball. All we oh. needed was a football player to come out of the baseball player. We'd have been, we'd have been having everything. And so each we, we had plans long time. You know what I'm saying? Before so he really, really heard of us, really. Before the world heard of us, we was making noise. Everybody in Queens knew who we were. We we was something. Yeah. <laughs> we was something I mean, to come to bar. I, I had heard stories uh, also about Tony Yeo. Well. Somehow being associated or. See, associated, you know, due to people that they know or this, that, and the third. Yeah. They be around or such and stuff. See, I had, I had them on my mixtape oh, through wow. my, me and my partner. Him and Banks, long time. Yeah, yo, ain't the same. Yeah, yo, that he was like back then, like one on my one of my mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, yo was like a street reporter. He was nasty. He could tell it, man. I, that wow. that was the kid. That was my man, man. But I, me, I f with him. But uh, Banks, he just always had the low voice and stuff. He always on the you know on the low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's but nice. He's so he, underrated. He's always nice like that. Yeah. But that was, you know, that's fifty brought them into to the game with that. You know what I'm saying? On his on his little what you call. It. But that's all LB. Those were LBs that 
had his back. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So the like the G units and stuff like that. Those be mixtures of Lost Boys and stuff like that. That's crazy. Those, like Talit's peoples and stuff like that from around the area and different places though on that that side and stuff like that. So Talik's set was like different or was it all like you know no, every, every like Lost this. Boy had their own Yeah. Talik okay. had one three four Lost Boy. He had his own like where he at, he got his block. Where I'm at, I got back streets. Yeah. The backstreet one three one. That's where, like listen, one three one, my my house is like where everything started. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Okay. One three one backstreets, BSC. That's where it all started and everything in my basement. You know what I'm saying? That's where everything just like really came apart, came yeah. came to fruition. But I got the back streets. Cheeks always was like Lyndon in the Van Wick. You know what I'm saying? Lyndon Boulevard, Lyndon in right. the Van Wick. So he always like Lincoln Park and stuff like that. So he represents that. And um, Lou usually be with him at that time. So he be, so I'm like basically Rockaway Boulevard to the back streets of Something like that. So nice. everybody had their own little sections and stuff like that. So, you know, just so many lost boys. You could just see it yeah, once again. That's how we got the videos. <laughs> that's yeah. how we got so many followers and so many fan members is like is like like when you said ghetto a thousand ghetto deep. When we say when we say certain things and we said things on the radio on the, on the music and stuff like that, yeah. it was really what it is because say like this. You might have somebody coming from Mississippi that got a cousin up in 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 New York in Queens or something like that. Yeah, he might come there. Yo, my cousin is this nine and third. He came up to see what's up. Uh, he want to get down and that. He in Lincoln Park. Yeah. You know the running. Beep 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 beep. Now he LB going back down there. Now he got a little set. I got my man. It, it, it's a lot like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, it's something like how. The, the Hampton set. There's a literal set in Sag Harbor, New York, that's run by me and Hampton Dave at this point. <laughs> hey man, I listen. You got LBs in Japan. You got LBs yeah. all over the world. Germany. They yeah. throw their L's up like this. Ah, all day. Con I mean, and I were talking been doing about that it. for a long time. Say it like this. Yeah. Before y'all heard of us, like I'm just saying, before y'all heard of the world, heard of us as in music and stuff like that. They always claim that we are a gang. It's like yeah. basically, but we always travel. Like we on the highway. I've been driving yeah. all my life. So I've been up and down 95 and other highways and stuff like that once and getting there. So we've been planting seeds all over. You know well, what I'm saying? We they all thought know we that came from Virginia. They thought we was from Virginia when we came out because we was down there so much. So how many What's the the most amount of uh, Lost Boy family members at one show at one time that you're like, wow, like, was there like a, because I know that you go to shows, you see like, even now to this day, there'll be like 20 people pulling up with cheeks. They're like, no, everybody just rushes the door. We all get in. <laughs> uh, now, we, now we control uh, ourselves. So the promoters that are out there watching, that would never happen now, actually. Come to think of it. But, you know, I, I can imagine back then, is there like a moment that stands out where you look around and you're like, we are deep. Oh, man. This too many moments like that anything local is is too many is i know got, in queens got, it's probably full shows it's listen when we do something local within the tri-state it's going to be many many it's going to be cars at the cars that it's like look like a funeral it's going to be a, uh, <laughs> that many cars yeah so uh, if we out of state it's going to be half that you know what I'm saying? Wow. It's depending. 
it's always going to be, it always were. Now let's be, I can't even say now if we ain't say nothing, but because if we there, they coming, they coming out of, I don't care. They drive two hours away. We North Carolina, they come in there and people ask me, what's the best state and stuff? Oh, where are the best? I always say North Carolina. <laughs> I always say domestic. I was like, North Carolina was where is that? You know what I'm saying? It's pretty lit. There are some good shows. Charlotte. Charlotte is fun. There's that train track, that stretch of bars right there. I don't know if it was like that in the nineties, nah, but no, this is when I listen. I I was gonna step ground in Charlotte back in early nineties. Mm. No, like mid late 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 nineties before anything. Okay. Maybe like ninety eight, something like that, and I was like huh, skeptical. But yeah. then later on, you know what I'm saying? They got the little team and the the, the football team. I was like, I blew it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're starting to build that thing there. I could have been yeah. something big over there back then. So I was like, fuck. But every place that we we had big brothers that like really like big brothers and stuff yeah. like that. That's like in the game and they had good things we we was around a lot of places like atlanta yeah we was in atlanta before Atlanta. we was in stone mountain like when stone mountain wasn't even there was still rocks and dirt and stuff like that still you know stone mountain. down there before yeah. like 91 we was young down there wow. with some big dudes that was down there doing big things so what we were those Around. Early years, like, I don't want to once again, you know, get into anything too crazy, but the early years of the Lost Boys, the come up mm-hmm. before the first album, you guys were already making waves. There are already songs that were placed in movies. What were those early years like? Were you guys on tour or were you sticking around New York? Like, I'm talking like 93, 94. See, during those times, we was in different states. We was running around state to state. Like I said, we had big brothers. They and that like, was independent. They, that was when you guys were not signed to anybody. Just nobody. That was just like hanging in the basement. And then next, you know, we catch up with cats and we out and we out there in Virginia. We in Norfolk. Wow. <laughs> we, was that normal we, back then? Was that what people would do was, was stay independent and go city to city and try to get as many fans as possible? I know that people are doing that now, but. Nah, we were just living. That, yeah. See, the thing, the thing was that. We always was doing music. Yeah. But oh, so that was just you guys were just going about your lives right at the same time doing music. Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wow. We was just living life. You know, we was young, you know, yeah. like teenagers and, <laughs> and just wild. We out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you guys made, made our way. From what I remember hearing, you guys were in school, college, mm-hmm. and you made the decision. To sign to the record label while you were in school—is that how, how did that all work out? All right, it's a it's a few different ways, but it's all right. Cheeks and them cheeks. All right, me cheeks and I had a girl at the time, a girlfriend at the time. We went to this this school called Shimer, right there, Linden in like one forty. They had New York had a new program. I think this was like 91, something like that. They had a New York, New York had a new program. And we had, it was like, you know, had they had a top floor or whatever. And they had us in it. it every borough had this program in the joint. Yeah. 
Um, it was me, Cheeks, and you know, it was a bunch of our classmates and stuff like that. Okay. But basically, we all went to it, and I was the first person to graduate. And you got the whole cap and gown. It was a real graduation, this, that, and the third. Uh, nice. I was the first person from in Queens. I mean, first person to graduate from the program. So it was a big little event they had for me. So I was like, yeah. you know, you you the you the milestone of this situation. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I had, you know, so Cheeks didn't really finish it. Uh, he had took a GED test in Queensboro. You know, they passed in the standard third. Then that's how he went to uh to York. Okay. And he met them and you know, he met a couple of cats in York and stuff playing basketball. Him and Lou. Because Lou actually was the main dude that did tests and stuff like that. So So they like, met on like, the basketball yeah. courts. He met He t- met uh suit and tiz and stuff like that. And, wow, okay. And that's crazy. But you know, we knew Tim Dog, not yeah. the what company Tim Dog? We knew Tim Patterson. He he was the he was like a and R. He was an A and R and stuff like that. Yeah, he was in the building and stuff like that. He was with Uptown. He was with uh, Arista and stuff like that. Yeah, so he's like a tutor. You, I, I listen, man. I don't want to get too deep because I know a whole lot of history on yeah. a lot of stuff. Say it like this: I go back so far that. Me, Cheeks, Puff, and our big brother was in the living room. And this is when he was deciding Bad Boy. We was going to be the first artist of Bad Boy. <clears throat> I, when, go, I could get deep. I mean. So then what happened? Why? Jersey. The thing was is that Puff didn't know nothing at the time. He just wanted to start off with something small. He couldn't do a group. Okay. And at the same time, Cheeks was like, I got a group. Uh, we 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 ain't breaking up. We, I, you know, what I'm saying it would have been me and Cheeks. So Puff wanted like, to nah, sign Cheeks solo with you, or wanted yeah. to sign? Wow, me and me and Cheeks. It would have been Cheeks, like a a you know DJ. And what MC year is this? This was like early '90s. Wow, yeah. But anyway, he he didn't. We didn't go for. We didn't do it because he wanted to sign with Ta and Lou. Yeah. We would be wow. the crew, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, uh, so that's when Puff would, you know, we had shirts and everything. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? We had a little couple of shirts, you know. I did big see bro, a video. Big bro, big bro put, put, was putting money behind. Shit, so wow. a lot of shit went down. That's when, well, Puff went off and um, he was like, I can't, I, I, I don't want to do with somebody, a, a solo, you know what I'm saying? So that's how he got. Uh, I don't even know how he came up with Craig Mack. I don't even know where you get Craig Mack from, but he got Craig Mack. Wow. So he tried to sign you and Cheeks, got you guys merchandise. I mean, big bro, he, he was doing shirt. He was doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? So we was, we was ready, but not a a solo entity. You know what I'm saying? Even though Cheeks was at the time, say like this, it was like that because, me and Cheeks was doing things. Remember, we was talking about Barbara and stuff, the lady, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We was doing our own thing. And then, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's how Barbara. it was almost okay. a, that type of deal. But we was like, you know, Cheeks was like, nah, we got a, we got a crew in Cincinnati third. So wow, we stuck to the guns. And so that's how uh, later on, I mean, Puff came up with Craig Matt. 
But even though that was the case, you know, Bat Boy came about, we still was like, cool. You know what I'm saying? We still family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Puff, and is like plus- a Puff is like a brother. You know what I'm saying? My man, my big brother, like, Mary was like his little, that's my girl, that's my little shorty and yeah. like that. So Mary is like, Mary is like my sister. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Puff is like my brother. You know what I'm saying? We all in the same family type joint. Wow. So it was like, we could do, uh, I mean, like, I fast forward, Puff got Craig Mack, and like I said, we was family, so Puff put us in certain things, like, putting features and stuff like that, still f-ing with us. Yeah. But then, say like this, uh, one of the songs, uh, that Dolly Dolly My Baby, with Super Cat Mary and um, Biggie, that's when Biggie came in, love when you call Big Pop, that, when he yeah. first came up with that, we already did that song. They just took us out <laughs> and put Big in. You guys were on the original yeah. Big Papa? Third Eye, my man Jess West. He's in the uh, uh, White Plains. That's what we did in the studio in White Plains. This was like 92, something like that. I think the song came out later on, but that's when that Puff, got, Puff got Puff uh, got Big. I don't know where he, he came, he found Big, whatever. And yeah. he put, you know, he's now I'm got to work my artist, you know, basically. Yeah. So he took us off that joint and put Big on that. But we wow. was originally on that first song. We was on that song before Big on and you guys knew Big from what I at least saw in the video. I saw a video of oh, Mr. Big Chief. Big is my perform- bro. Big is my fan. Big. Yeah. Listen, I got history with them, too. You know, that's, you know, that was the fam. Yeah. Kevin C's, they showed me how to play uh with my PlayStation. They showed me how to play my music on uh and still play the PlayStation, play the game, and then put my music on and all that stuff. They, you know. Big, is there any, last, like, last time I seen Big, Big was like, yo, it's Big, it's Big. You see what this n- sees did to my leg, and this now he had the big, big wheelchair. Shit, man, I was like laughing. I came to the door. He's like, "Yo, what up?" That's us. Look what sees did to my leg, and this now the third. That's when he had that accident. This now, yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever. Give me that blunt." And took the blunt out of his hand. We was all laughing. And we had a lot of fun, man. We was doing a little everything. It was a lot of love. Like he says, "Wow, yeah, so peoples, man." Good people of Earth, we pardon the interruption, but unfortunately, if you want to hear the full interview with Spig Nice, you're going to have to go check out our YouTube page, scroll past that little bastard till you find our logo, and enjoy the full interview there. See you there! Man, I thought you had this game in the smash. Well, how do we feel with real in your eyes? Mr. Mr. Cheeks, uh-huh. freaky, freaky tie. Uh-huh. Pretty, pretty loose. Uh-huh. Speak his big, nice day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. With this drug called the track Plug me in, gave me the sign to react on Whoever comes in my path To cut the in half Make a feel the rap, yeah Yeah, are there any volunteers Down to lose their careers We fears, no fears Legal drug drugs coming through, that's the deal Beyond 9-5, they'll be fam, keep it real It's hard as police Walking on the streets Pronine war beast And even my wife teeth So I got to tally up and get it on Now hold it on 
I must represent for my fan. Real get rich, grand. To the day that I die, LB. From the year 952 G. I'm a Good things must come to an end. Yes, even this radio program. But have no fear, folks. Just like all the other episodes of this show, you can go back and watch them over and over and over again. Go to our Anchor website, anchor.com slash The Ryan Show FM, or simply Google The Ryan Show, and you can catch all the old episodes available for streaming in full. Thank you. We love you. We'll see you next week. Keep your energy protected, folks, because you can only have so much of it. Over and out. See you next week. Peace. Peace.